This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. to the 12 Exiles podcast. I'm Ed. Let's start off with some good news. You're not going to have to listen to me rattle on for too long today. Uh, I wasn't at Swindon away yesterday due to various complex and tedious logistics. Um, however, as always, we were able to lean on one of our wonderful listeners to give us a report. And I'm very pleased to say that friend of the pod and all-round good egg, Rich Coxedge, was there for his first game of the season. He's usually our southwest of England correspondent. We haven't got that many games in that part of the world this season, but he did make the trip up to Wiltshire. So let's hear from Rich. Well, I attended Swindon yesterday and I was asked to give a few thoughts on you know, what I saw at the game and how we played. Um, it was a lovely afternoon. I think we made a bright start, uh, looking good down the left quite a bit as well. Uh, made a few opportunities early on, but unfortunately we were undone by an error by Maxted, who ventured to where no keeper really has gone before, or if they do, it's either glory or failure. Unfortunately for us, it was the latter. Um, he let them in for quite a soft goal, I think, really. Uh, he was looking around at his defence, but I think he has to look at himself for, for that error. Um, we didn't play badly in the first half. I think we made quite a lot of chances. None of them really clear apart from one from Bogle that stung the goalkeeper's fingers. I think the big talking point really was the treatment that Swindon's bruises gave to Will Evans. He was, I don't know, battered and bruised and knocked around and... I think the, there was one incident where he was kicked in the back of the leg and I really think we were unfortunate not to get a penalty, really. It, it was the injury, I think, that really did it for him. Um, eventually, he succumbed at half-time to the ABH he'd, been in, he'd had inflicted on him. So that, that was a bit of a, a shame, really, given losing our top scorer. Um, in that first half, Swindon used a lot of long balls to beat the press um, and try and cause us problems. 
And while we played the better football, um, we didn't really, you know, sort of get anything out of it. At times, I think we were just a little bit too slow in our decision-making. I think we wanted the extra touch for a shot or a cross, and it, it slowed down momentum. Uh, and I think that was across the 90 minutes, really, that we should have been a bit more incisive. So we had Rye on for the second half. The game changed. Swindon relied less on the long ball. And, you know, thanks to our profligate way of giving away the ball, they put us under far too much pressure, I think, during the that second half and they were playing nicer football this time not not re- relying on the long ball um, and I think it was even though changes had been made Swindon got the goal which killed us off and you know, you're looking at Maxted again I think he was at fault for pushing an effort out from the Swindon player straight back to another one buried the ball in the back of the net um, despite that. He had made a couple of good saves in the first half, so I'm not going to be overly critical of him, but you know, I think he needs to take a look at himself. Um, we huffed and we puffed, I think, in the second half. We, you know, we, we tried, and Bonswell and Thomas looked bright at times. Um, I thought Bonswell had a, a good, good game when he came on, you know, both up front and in defence. Um, I think the frustrating thing was that we were so close to a late goal. It would have been a consolation one with a cross on the left and Thomas just not getting enough of a foot on the ball. He, he, he was two foot out. There was no one in front of him and he just got a toe on it and it just went past the, the far post. It would have been nice to have scored there. Um, wasn't to be. Um, we looked tired in the second half, leggy. Um and I think we were chasing quite a bit, really. Um, Baker was taken off, probably due to lack of fitness, but he had had a fairly good game, I think. It was nice to see him back on the pitch. Um, I thought Wood looked a little bit out of place at times. He looked a little bit lost, wasn't sure what he should be doing. And sometimes, I don't know, you know sometimes he should have got a foot in, been a bit tougher. Um, but there we are, it's... You know, it's always a strange place to go. We either do well or do badly. And I think even though it was quite an even match overall, and I don't think Swindon could have complained if it had been a draw, um, we come away with nothing um, apart from a wonderful lunch at the Magic Chippy. Um, I have to recommend them if anyone's going there next time. So I think the key issues for me, we just wanted too much time on the ball. You know, If we wanted a shot or a cross, it was always the extra touch, and I don't think we needed that at all. Um, we need people to be incisive and act quickly. Same with some of the throw-ins that we had. We just delayed when we could have really put them under a bit of pressure by you know, adding some pace to the game. Bogle, you know, how can he not win a ball in the air? You know, he, he's a big man, but God, you know, he was awful in the air. Morris... Terrible corners, terrible corners most of the way through the game. He just couldn't beat the first man. It's so frustrating when you, you get into a position and you cannot, you know, do something with it. Um, yeah, we gave the ball away too much as well. You know, it's, we'd win it back and give it away again. You know, it's frustrating. And I think, the, you know, the last thing, we lacked any guile whatsoever. 
you know, we needed someone like Wildig, someone who can unlock a defence. We didn't have that at all. You know, there was no one on the pitch who was able to play that ball and, you know, put Bogle or Evans through when he was on or right. It was just, you know, huffing and puffing, as I said. You know, an unfortunate defeat. Um, it's my first game of the season as well in the flesh, so perhaps I'm a, a jinx. Anyway, those are my thoughts. I'm sure there'll be uh, more added from the regulars on the 1912 podcast. Have a good day, all. Bye. Thanks, Rich. Well, it's a shame it's not more of an uplifting report and not more of an uplifting pod, but sometimes you do just have those sorts of weeks. The one thing that I will just reiterate from things that I've said before is... We always knew October was going to be a really, really difficult month. We probably slightly overachieved in August in the first bit of September. And now we're, the pendulum's swung the other way in terms of the difficulty, the fixtures that we're facing. I've said many times on this pod, let's see where we are at the end of October. And that'll give us a, a pretty accurate picture, I think, of where we'll finish the season We've still got a few more weeks to go and we've still got that all-important game on Friday night against Walsall at Rodney Parade. So whatever else we may think about what's going on at the moment, let's turn up in big numbers on Friday. Give Coughlin and the boys a really big cheer because I think they could do with the support at the moment. And let's hope we can get three points and get back to winning ways. I will be there on Friday night. Uh, I will look out for you. Do come and say hello if you see us and we will catch up after that game. But until then, look after yourselves, look after each other. And as always, keep it county. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.